0: Hey! M-
1: and R- f- 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 f-
2: Menu Main menu. F- menu Main Menu Main Menu Main Menu
0: Welcome to Main Menu for the week of May 17 to May 24, 2013. I'm your host, David Tanner, and very glad to have you with us today here on Main Menu. We're always pleased to have you return and be with us each week here on Main Menu. If you're a new listener, we do hope you get a lot of valuable information out of today's show, and you'll come back and see us again next week or the week after, whenever it might be. We are always pleased to have you with us here on Main Menu. And if you have any suggestions for things you'd like to hear on Main Menu, please let us know snow and here in just a few minutes we'll be telling you how you can do that well, we have a very full show this week and we need to get into that very quickly. Let's take a look at what we're going to be doing here on Main Menu this week. We're going to start out with Mary Emerson. Mary's going to do a second review for us on The Victor Stream Second Edition, the newest release of The Victor Stream. She's going to be covering some of the things that weren't covered in our earlier review of The Victor Stream, and that's why we're airing this so that you get uh, even more of a review of this uh, new release of the Victor Stream. Then David Woodbridge is going to come in from Vision Australia and he's going to give us a demonstration and explanation of the use of a new feature in the newest release of Read2Go. You can use the Safari browser right there on your iDevice and download the DAISY file and put it right into Read2Go to without any other intervention necessary just go right from the web browser right in read to go and be able to read the daisy book right there in read to go and then mary emerson's going to come back with another one of her reviews of some of the new features in the latest release of the braille sense from hymns and this time she's going to be talking about the application that allows you to use Dropbox now with Rails and she's going to explain all about that show you how it works and then david whibridge from vision australia comes back to us again and this time he will be reviewing the logitech K760 Solar Bluetooth Keyboard quite a neat keyboard I will tell you I have had a chance to use it some myself And it is an awesome keyboard, and I think you're going to be real interested in hearing some of its unique features. And so David is going to be explaining all about that keyboard for us. And then finally, Mary Emerson comes back with another review of another one of the apps new to the Braille Sense. And she is this time going to be covering the app that allows you to play YouTube on your braille sense and she's going to show you all about how you can do that and how it all works and that's what we have for you today here on main menu just one other thing i do want to mention this show is being actually recorded the night before the first airing of this week's show and just to let you know jaws users there is a brand new update of jaws 14 that just released this evening the 16th, so if you haven't gotten that, you'll want to jump on the Freedom Scientific uh webpage and get that or go to the help menu in JAWS and go and search for updates and download that. The new version is 14.0.3005. I don't have a list of the new features or what they've changed or what they've fixed, whatever, at this time, but we will get that for you next week and tell you here on Main Menu what the new features are. But it is out, and so you will want to go and grab that. That's what's going this week on Main Menu. You have a great week, and we'll see you back here next week on Main Menu. Now available, it's the ACB Radio Tuner, version 8. Look,
3: you try it now, man. A triumph of technological engineering.
0: A work of art. Now, ACB Radio is easier than ever to receive. With our ACB Radio Tuner number 8, you can receive all of our channels, such as Mainstream. The Voice of the Blind Community. Cafe. Uh,
1: what you said?
0: Treasure Trove
1: last
0: Sunday I was on Jack Benny's
1: program. I heard you and you as well. Interactive. Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western.
0: World news and information. Your
1: Majesty, congratulations.
0: And our live events channel. Pick it up today from our download section on www.acbradio.org. Hi, I'm David Tanner, your host here on Main Menu. And I'm just coming to you today to remind you that we are always looking for folks to provide more information for us as to what they would like to hear on main menu. We are interested in knowing what you are interested in and would like to hear on main menu. And we're also interested in having people present technology information and presentations on main menu that you may like to present yourself. If you are interested in presenting a presentation for us on main menu about some technology that you know about and think our listeners would be interested in we'd love to hear from you if you have ideas that you'd like for someone else to cover but you have the idea but you're not so sure whether you can cover it or not but you'd like to have someone on main menu cover it again we'd love to hear from you and hear your comments and suggestions there's a number of ways you can get a hold of us here at main menu and the probably easiest way is to come to http colon slash slash main menu dot and you'll find a comment place there on the website where you can leave us a note. Give us your contact information. Give us an email address is probably the best way to give us information on how we can get a hold of you. And someone from our staff, either Chase or myself, will get back in contact with you and get your information and see what we can work out. Again, that address is http colon slash slash main menu dot acbradio dot org. We look forward to hearing from you soon.
4: Hi, everybody, this is Mary Emerson. And as is true of many of you, I recently purchased a Victor Stream second generation. And for those of you who are thinking about getting one or have gotten one and haven't really checked it out yet, I thought I would point out a couple of differences. I have no intention at all of denigrating any of the work that has been done on this device, I'm just pointing out some changes that you may not have noticed. These are changes that I have come across in my own use of the device, and I thought that I would mention them here. One of the first things you'll notice is that there's no AC power cord that looks like a power cord. What happens is that there is a USB port It looks like a USB port, but it's a modified one because the cables that come with the second generation do not have a standard USB plug on one end. The plug that goes into the stream is a little bit skinnier. It looks like a tab rather than a standard USB plug. The port that it goes into is somewhat different. If you try to plug a first generation USB cable into this second generation port, it won't fit. As a matter of fact, any type of USB standard cable will not fit into this port. You've got to use the one that came with the humanware device. So make sure that you keep the short and the long cables that came with your second generation device with the second generation device so that you don't get them mixed up with something else. They will not fit into any sort of standard USB port on another device such as another note taker or your PC or any such connection they are unique to humanware and you have to keep them separated so that you don't get them mixed up with other items the end of the cable that plugs into a standard USB device can be attached to the AC adapter that comes with the stream and that AC adapter can be plugged into a standard wall outlet. Or you can attach this cable to a USB charger, which can then be plugged into a standard wall outlet. You can also plug the second-gen stream into a PC using that same cable and plug the standard USB And into a USB port on your PC and you can charge the stream that way. There's more information about this in the user's guide. The challenge that I've been running into with a dedicated multi-purpose USB port is that let's say you need to charge your device. Well you charge it up and you want to plug a thumb drive in. You can't do that because there's nowhere to plug the thumb drive. And let's say you've got the thing charging up and you've got an NLS cartridge that you want to plug in. Well, you have the short cable and you have the cartridge plugged into the short cable, but you cannot connect it to the stream because there's nowhere to plug it in. What it comes down to is that you can only use an NLS cartridge or a thumb drive if you're running it on battery because there's only one USB port on the device and that is not a standard port. You've got to use a humanware cable to interface it. The longer cable seems to be shorter than the cable that came with the first generation stream. I think it's only about a meter long or 3 feet. You cannot use the audible site with this version of the stream, at least not yet. If you use audible.com, then you might want to keep your first generation stream around for a while because you can use the Audible.com books on that generation of the stream. And we're all hoping that things will change in the near future. When you get your stream, it'll become obvious that there is no carrying case, as with the first generation. What you see is a silicone skin, which covers the back of the device, but leaves the front exposed so that you can work all the buttons and stuff. And the challenge with that is there isn't a way to clip it onto your belt, your shirt, whatever. So a case from Executive Products is available, and you can get it either through human wear or through Executive Products directly. The case looks very similar to the case that you got with the first gen, except that there's a magnet that you can use instead of Velcro. The Velcro fastening has gone away. Also with the case, it fits very, very, very tightly around the stream and you have to really work at it to get the stream into the case. But once you get it in there, you don't have to remove it unless you want to or need to. One instance in which you would have to remove the case would be if you need to change the battery. That procedure is different than with the first gen. On the back of the machine, up near where the first row of buttons would be, There is a little lever, and you push that lever up toward the top of the machine, and you'll find the door detaches, and underneath the door, the battery is permanently attached. When you get a new battery, you're actually getting a whole new door. And once you get the new battery slash door, you can line it up with the rest of the device and it will snap into place if you press it and if you have it oriented so that the lever is up toward the top of the machine as it was when you detached the old battery battery life will last fifteen hours however there is a gotcha to that and that is that you've got the clock running once you start the clock and set the time Because there's a clock running all the time, it's going to drain your battery. As an example, I hadn't had my second gen plugged in for about a week, and when I went to use it, I checked the battery, and instead of it saying 100%, it said 65%. And that's because the clock is running, and with the clock running, the battery's going to drain very slowly. So if you don't plan to use a device for about a month or so, just be aware that you might have to charge the battery the first time that you turn the device on because your percentage is going to be very low that's another difference between the two devices the first generation tells you high medium or low the second generation gives you percentage and that's the percentage of battery life that you have left now i'm going to talk briefly about setting up wireless this is a really nifty feature I have Wi-Fi here, set up your wireless and your Wi-Fi with your computer and a lot of that is beyond the scope of what we're talking about. Now getting back to the Victor Stream 2nd Gen, in order to set up wireless you can do it on the device or as I did it, I installed HumanWare Companion and did it through that on the PC and it was much easier. Because if you have a keyboard that you can use to type in all the information, it's much easier than trying to do it on the humanware device. And the way you do it on your stream directly is described in the user's guide for the stream. It works very much like a telephone. For example, if you want to type the letter C, you would push the number 2 a few times. The first time you push the number 2, you'd be on A second time you'd be on B, the third time you'd be on C, and there are ways to do capital letters and punctuation. I'm not going to go into any of that. However, what happens is you have to set up the wireless on your PC with HumanWare Companion, or, as I said, you can do it directly from the stream. It's just going to take longer. In HumanWare Companion, you go to the Tools menu. The wireless setup is in the Tools menu. When you push Enter on that, a dialog comes up. You enter your SSID and your password, and the configuration file will be saved on the Streams SD card that you have plugged into your card reader on your PC. The file name is vrwireless.xml. That's vrwireless.xml. sxml Before I continue this demo, I need to tell you that I have my wireless set up. So you might hear it trying to connect as I show you what to do. At this point, you have the XML file on your SD card. And what it's going to do is take that file and integrate it into somewhere else on the card. So you have to have your card in the new stream before you proceed. Also, you should probably save the file on a hard drive or some type of permanent device because... In the future, you might need that file in case you get a new card and you have to add the file to that card. Or if you get a new stream and you have to put the wireless information on the new stream, having that file, that XML file, will make it much easier to do that. But of course, if you change your wireless connection information, you're going to have to go through this procedure all over again unless you want to do it directly from the stream itself, which will take longer. Okay, what I'm going to do is turn on the stream.
0: Welcome to Victor Reader.
2: The Ringworld Engineers by Larry Niven.
4: Okay, that's the book I'm currently reading. But what I'm going to do is push the middle button in the top row, which is a round button. It's the one to the right of the go-to button. And I'm going to push it to get out of airplane mode because airplane is currently the default. And after this button is pushed, I'm going to press the number 7 to get into the wireless menus. So here we go, pushing the circle button.
2: Connected to Wi-Fi. Okay. Player is up to date.
4: All right, now I'm going to push number 7.
2: Menu, wireless, airplane mode, disabled.
4: And we don't want to touch this, but we're going to push the number 8 because the thing that I want to show you is next to the airplane mode. And it says:
2: Import a network configuration from file.
4: Okay, that is where you're going to be if you're going to import the file that's on your card. If I were going to proceed with this, I would push the confirm key, which is just to the right of zero, and it would go and Integrate that file into the place where it's supposed to be so that you can connect wirelessly. However, I've already done that, so I'm going to exit the menu by pushing the key to the left of zero, which is cancel. Leaving menu. And I'm going to get back into airplane mode so I can get to my book files.
2: The Ringworld Engineers by Larry
4: and there we are. So let's play it briefly to make sure that we can get to it
2: and cleared his throat experimentally.
4: Okay, that's it. And turn the stream off. Remember that you've got built-in help available with the user's guide. When you turn the machine on, you don't have to have a card in the machine to do this. Just push the 1 key and hold it, and you should be able to get into the user's guide. That is all I was going to cover. I hope that you found it useful. If you have any questions... You can go to the HumanWare site or you can read the user guide which is built into your new stream. Thank you for listening. This is Mary Emerson from Main, Main Menu. Main
0: Menu.
3: Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. Welcome to this demonstration of the new feature in the Read to Go. Daisy app for your iOS device, whether that's an iPod touch, iPhone, iPad or iPad mini. So that if you download a Daisy book from a service such as Vision Australia through Safari on your iOS device, you can open up and actually listen to that book all done on your iOS device from Safari going to Read2Go. To So first of all, let me say that I'm currently recording this on my MacBook Pro, in this case without my mixer because I just wanted to get this demo out since it's so cool. And I've currently got my iPhone 5 locked and of course I have VoiceOver activated on my iPhone 5. So the first thing I need to do is unlock my iPhone 5. So I'm just pressing the home button. And let me find the unlock button down towards the bottom of the screen.
1: Slide to unlock.
3: One finger double tap Slide to
1: unlock. Ia writer. Double tap to
3: open. And just a quick note to do with voiceover gestures. Of course, you can drag your finger around the screen to find the item you want, or you can do a one finger flick left and right to find the item. Once you've found the item, you can then do a one finger double tap anywhere on the screen to activate voiceover. And what I've done previously is that I've actually added a shortcut to the, in this case, the Vision Australia IX Online Library service, and that's an icon on my home screen. Otherwise, I would have to go into Safari, go to the address bar, and with the on-screen keyboard, as I did when I set up the shortcut, type in http colon forward forward i dash access Online or one word dot Okay, but for the moment, if I just touch the screen to find the iAccess shortcut in my case,
1: iAccess.
3: There it is. iAccess. One finger double tap to open.
1: Web page loaded. Safari loading. Skip to main content. Left forward. Dimmed button.
3: Okay, and I've just quietened the voice by doing a two finger touch on the screen. Now I'm going to touch towards the top of the screen.
1: Vision Australia iAccess logo, link, image.
3: Okay, Vision Australia iAccess logo, link. One finger flick to the right.
1: Welcome David Woodbridge.
3: Okay, so as you can tell it says, Welcome David Woodbridge, which means I've already signed in to the iX service previously. So let me keep doing a one finger flick to the right.
1: Sign out button.
3: Okay, that's the sign out button.
1: Main menu, heading level two, landmark start.
3: Okay, main menu, heading level.
1: Find, currently selected visited link list
3: start Now this is the find link and that's if I wanted to find a book that I could then download via the direct link which before you could only use on a PC or Mac but because of the new function in Read to Go we can now take advantage of that download direct link now on our iOS devices I've already previously searched for a book so all I need to do now is go to my loans so let me do another one finger flick to the right
1: my loans visited. And link. there's the link Let's for start. my loans.
3: One finger double tap to open.
1: My loans. Visited. Web page loaded. Skip to main content. Link. Skip to main content.
3: Two finger touch on the screen to keep it quiet. Now I'm going to do a two finger rotate around to headings.
1: Volume. Punctuation. Hints. Headings.
3: Okay, there's headings. headings. And it told me there's four headings on the screen. One finger flick down.
1: Main menu. Heading level two. My loans. Heading level one. Items on loan, heading level 2.
3: So let me now do one finger flick to the right.
1: These are the titles you currently have on loan. Type, link, table start. Title, link, author, link, due date, link, format, link, actions. Book, Book, image, title, Thomas, the tank engine, link.
3: Okay, there's Thomas Tank Engine. The reason why I chose Thomas Tank Engine, besides the fact that I actually like the book is the fact that it's 6 megabytes. So for this demonstration, it's a nice size. So one finger flick to the right again.
1: Author, Audrey, Wilbert Vip, Timothy, Andrew, Narrator. Due date, the 9th of July 2013. Format, Daisy Audio, actions, download now, link.
3: And that's the one we want, the link for direct download now. So I'm going to do one finger double tap to activate that.
1: Download now, web page loaded, preparing download this may take up to 30 seconds web page loaded your download should commence shortly
3: and you can hear voiceover ticking and if I touch towards the top of the screen
1: address 51 percent it's the URL
3: I touched on the address bar
1: 91 percent and
3: that's giving this percentage loaded. Untitled. now here is the very exciting bit now if I do one finger flick to the right
1: address HTTP reload button search search field open in ellipsis okay, button open in open in Read to Go buttons
3: and there it is open in Read to Go which of course I previously installed on my iOS device in this case the iPhone five now I'm gonna do one finger double tap to open Thomas the Tank Engine on my iOS device via Safari and it'll go into Read to Go so let's do that now one finger double tap
1: open in Read to Go
3: Thomas the Tank Engine OK, so it's opened up Thomas the Tank Engine in to Go. it's opened up the book screen. So if I one finger flick to the right.
1: Navigation. Button. Set bookmark. Button. Settings. Button. Previous section. Previous phrase. Play pause. Button.
3: OK, there's a the play pause button. Let me do one finger double tap to start playing Thomas the Tank Engine.
1: Play. The Tank Engine. By the Reverend W. Audrey. Funding for the conversion of this talking book
3: title. one finger double tap to stop. Now, that is truly amazingly cool as far as I'm concerned. It's a great way now to get direct access to Daisy Books, particularly for us in Australia from the Vision Australia Library. Let me just do one more demo with a newspaper. So, just keep things nice and tidy. I'm actually going to return ready to go to the main bookshelf screen. So, I'm touching the top left hand side of the screen.
1: Bookshelf button.
3: One finger double tap. Bookshelf three
1: heading.
3: And again, just to keep things tidy and pressing the home button to come out of ready to go.
1: I access.
3: And as you double can tell, it's come to back open. to iAccess. So I'm going to go back into iAccess. So one finger double tap.
1: Safari, skip to main content link.
3: And when I've gone back into iaccess, remember because I basically reactivated the link that I saved to my home screen, I've gone back to the main page. In this case, of the iAccess Online Vision Australia Library Service. So, if I touch towards the top of the screen again,
1: address, okay, HTTP, finger click to the right. reload, search, skip to main, Vision Australia. Welcome, David Woodbridge. Sign out. Main menu. Find. Currently selected. My loans. Visited. Link. List. Okay, start. Back into my loans. My loans. Visited. Web page loaded. Skip to main content. Link. So
3: your finger touch to keep it quiet. Now, I've already subscribed to a number of newspapers in the iAccess online service from Vision Australia. So I'm going to make sure that I'm still on headings, so I'm going to do a two-finger rotate. Links. That's links. I'm going to do a two-finger rotate counterclockwise. Headings. There's headings. Four headings. Four headings again. Now, this time I'm going to go to my subscribed items for the newspapers. So one finger flick down.
1: Main menu. Heading level two. My loans. Heading level one. Items on loan. Heading level two. Items matching your subscriptions.
3: Okay, items matching your subscriptions, one finger flick to the right.
1: Items matching your su- there are new issues available that match your subscriptions. Type, link, table start. Title, link. Issue date. Link. Format, link. Actions. Newspaper. Image.
3: Okay, so it's a newspaper. So as you heard before with Thomas Tank Engine, it said book image. In this case it's saying newspaper image. One finger flick to the right again.
1: Title. The Sydney Morning Herald. Link.
3: The Sydney Morning Herald.
1: Issue date,
3: the 11th of May, 2013. The issue date, the 11th of May, 2013.
1: Format, Daisy text.
3: Format, Daisy text. Remember Thomas said Daisy audio. One finger flick to the right.
1: Actions. Read now. Link.
3: Now that's a read now link. Now if I was to one finger double tap on that, I could actually read the inside Safari just using VoiceOver directly on the web page. Okay, but for the moment, I want to directly download it. So one finger flick to the right.
1: Download now, link.
3: There's the direct download now link. And uh, let's do it. One finger double tap.
1: Download now. Web page loaded. Preparing download. This may take up to 30 seconds. Web page loaded. Your download should commence shortly.
3: Okay, touch top of the screen.
1: Address. HTTP. Slash slash. online. Iaccess online. Vision Australia. Slash content slash direct download. Now, as, as you s- could tell, content ID. by the
3: time I actually had time to touch on the address bar, because it's just a straight text version of the Daisy book for the newspaper, it downloaded very quickly. So let me do one-finger flick to the right.
1: Reload button. Search search field. Open and Okay, there's button. our opening again. Open read to go button.
3: There's read to go, and let's do it again. One-finger double tap to open read to go. Open
1: and- Bookshelf button section news.
3: Okay, so that read out the first section which was news. Let's do one finger flick to the right.
1: Navigation button, set bookmark button, settings button, previous section button, previous phrase button, play pause button.
3: Okay, play pause button. Let's do one finger double tap to start playing the Sydney Morning Held Daisy book.
1: Play section news, subsection general. Headline, Gatellary sentenced over McGrook murder by Kate McLeamont. Without exchanging a word or even acknowledging the other's presence, former boxer Lucky Gatellary and his one-time assistant Semit sat side-by-side side in the dock. Pause.
3: Okay, one finger double tap to pause. Let me touch towards the top of the screen.
1: Bookshelf. button.
3: One finger double tap to go back to the main bookshelf for where to go
1: bookshelf
3: for header Okay so if I flick through my bookshelf screen now one finger flick to the right
1: edit button selected title button author button latest button search button central coast express web
3: That's a newspaper I've downloaded previously
1: four past midnight four past Stephen midnight King. Sydney Morning Herald
3: Yes it's the Sydney Saturday, Morning Herald
1: of May 2013 when okay, we just, just accessed. selected Thomas the Tank Engine And there's Thomas the, the Tank Audrey. Engine
3: Okay so two books I've downloaded from the iAccess Online Vision Australia service. Okay, I'll just press the home button to exit out of Read2Go.
1: Okay,
3: back to iAccess. Don't have to open. And that completes this demonstration of accessing, in this case, the iAccess Online service from Vision Australia by using the direct download now link for both Daisy books and Daisy newspapers. I was able to via Safari in this case on my iPhone 5, to download, open up the DAISY book with Read2Go and start reading the book directly with Read2Go on my iPhone. So that really does make it a portable service. You can do everything you like on the iPhone without actually having to use a PC as such. And just remember that initially I set up the http colon slash slash i access online dot vision as a icon on one of my home screens to directly access the i access service if you also want to do that yourself you basically go to safari type in the address go to the website put in your member number and pin and when you're on the website then you can go to utilities and use Add to Home Screen, give it a name, and that will add, in this case, the iAccess web page to your home screen as an icon. So that completes this demonstration. Thanks for listening, and bye for now. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services.
4: Hi, everybody. This is Mary Emerson, and this is yet another in our series on Hims products version 8 and some of the new features. This time we're going to talk about Dropbox. We have a very simple application, but a very handy one. And I have an account, but I've not used this before, although I have read the user guide, so I understand what's going on with it. And I'm on Extras in the main menu. I'm going to push Enter.
2: Sets dictionary.
4: And I'm going to down arrow.
2: Bookshare Download.
4: Dropbox will be the last thing.
2: Google Maps. Sets Navigation. Excel Viewer. Dropbox.
4: And I'm going to push Enter. And let's see what happens. Email. All right. I'm going to type my email address. And I'm going to tab. Last and I'm going to type my password, and I'm going to tab.
2: Checkbox unchecked. Remember
4: I'm, I'm going to leave this unchecked for now.
2: Checkbox unchecked. Save password.
4: So we have remember me and save password. I'm going to leave that unchecked also.
2: Checkbox unchecked. Auto sign in.
4: Auto sign in. That will be nice when all of this stuff works. Sign in. And I tab to sign in. I'm going to push enter.
2: Sign in. Please wait. Successfully signed the built-in file list. Duncan and Mary 1, folder 1, 9.
4: And we have,
2: nine.
4: we have a list of folders here. And this looks very, very familiar. And at this point, I entered a folder because I wanted to see if I could find an MP3 file in there, and I did. So you can look at your files also. I have an MP3 file in here, so I'm going to back out. I'm going to get into the menus.
2: File pull down.
4: We have file,
2: edit, pull down. edit options pull down. and
4: options. And options are the last thing. Let's look at options first.
2: Set login information,
4: you can set the login information. That's the only thing here. I'm going to push enter.
2: Check box Remember me.
4: Well, now that we got this working, I can set this from here. So I'm going to check it.
2: Checkbox checked. Remember me.
4: And I'm going to tab.
2: Checkbox unchecked. Save password.
4: I'm going to check that because this works now.
2: Checkbox checked. Save and password. tab again. Checkbox unchecked. Auto sign in.
4: And yes, that would be nice. So I'm going to check that.
2: Checkbox checked. Auto sign in. Tab. Confirm.
4: And do we have a cancel button? Cancel. Yes, we do. I'm going to go back. Confirm. Push enter on confirm.
2: Save completed.
4: And this puts you back into the list of folders and I happen to have the last folder highlighted because it happens to be what I landed on. This will be important to know in a couple of minutes. Let's go back into the menus.
2: File pull down.
4: I'm going to look at the file. Choices and push enter.
2: User information dialog.
4: And this will tell a few things about my account. I'm going to push enter.
2: User information dialog box. Nickname, Mary
4: Down arrow to hear the rest of this.
2: Email Mary Country U.S. Size.
4: It shows the number of megabytes I'm using, and a slash, and the number of megabytes that I have left. So, I'm going to tab close. and we're going to close that out. Push enter and we're back in the folder list on the folder that I landed on a couple of minutes ago. Now, we're going to go back into files File just to double check to be sure that I got everything covered here.
2: User information common dialog sign out
4: and you can sign out from here exit. and exit. And this is the last thing, escape.
2: File pull down. And go down. Edit pull down. And we have edit. Search common dialogue.
4: And you can do a search for a file if you're looking for something and you don't remember which folder you put it in.
2: File download common dialogue.
4: File download. You can only download files that are in your Dropbox.
2: File upload common dialogue.
4: And you can upload files, but you cannot put them anywhere except in your Dropbox. And down arrow. Copy. You can do a copy. Cut, the cut to the clipboard. Paste. paste delete. delete.
2: File, comment, dialogue.
4: And this is a file link. What you can do is remember that I told you that the item that you're pointing to in the folder and file list was going to be important. Well, this item will create a link to that file or folder. You. Navigate to the folder, or probably a file would be what most people would use. And you can get in here and activate this file link item, and it would create a link that would show up on your Braille display. And you can share that link with other people so that they can get to the file that you're pointing at. So it's a bit like using your public folder and creating a link from there. When the link shows up there is an item to copy the link so you can copy it somewhere or copy it to the clipboard and then put it somewhere else where you can get to it later on and then there's a close button. And I've gotten back into the main list that we've been navigating from I'm going to go back into the menus to make sure that I didn't forget something.
2: Search Copy. Cut clip, paste it. Delete. It. File dialog. folder dialog.
4: Below this link item, there is a new folder dialog where you can create a brand new folder in your Dropbox. And that's the last item. I'm going to escape.
2: Edit pull down.
4: And I'm back in the main folder list. I shouldn't have done that because I want to sign out of Dropbox. So I'm going to get into the menu.
2: File pull down.
4: Push enter.
2: User information, dialog, sign out.
4: And sign out. I'm going to push enter on that.
2: Successfully signed out. Email.
4: I could sign in again if I wanted to, but I don't want to. So I'm going to Alt F4 to get out. Dropbox. And we're back on the Dropbox link in Extras. I'm going to back out of this. Extras. I'm back into the main menu, and I'm going to close out this discussion because we have completed our tour of Dropbox. Thank you for listening to this. If you have any questions, you can go to the Hims website, which is... HTTP colon slash slash www dot h i m as a mother s hyphen i n c dot com and the international site is h i m s i n as a nancy t l dot com. Thank you for listening. This is Mary Emerson for Main Menu. Main, main menu.
0: The following presentation is brought to you on main menu, courtesy of David Woodbridge and Vision Australia. To find out more about Vision Australia, visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org.
3: Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. Welcome to this demonstration of the Logitech Solar K760 Bluetooth keyboard. And the reason why I wanted to demonstrate this keyboard is not besides the fact it's actually a solar powered keyboard, which is also very cool, but it also allows you to switch between three Bluetooth devices. So initially I had this set up to pair between my iPhone, iPad mini and Mac. But since I also use a Windows machine at work, I've now got my Bluetooth keyboard set up so I can switch between my iPhone Windows machine and my Mac all from the one Bluetooth keyboard. So before I get into the demonstration let me just explain the keyboard to you. So basically it's a layout of a standard keyboard. So you've got your function keys at the top then you've got your main alphanumeric keys in the proper layout for a QWERTY keyboard and then of course down the bottom right hand side you have the cursor cross for your up, down, left and right arrow keys. And if I come back up to the line that comprises the function keys to the right of the last function key if you like on that line there's actually a slide switch. To the left is off and to the right is on. And of course, that's to turn the Bluetooth keyboard on and off. And then if I just pick up the keyboard a little bit, directly underneath that switch, so on the bottom of the keyboard, but directly underneath that switch, there's actually a pushing button and that's the pairing button for the Bluetooth keyboard. And I'll get to explaining how you pair the different devices to the keyboard in a minute. So if I come back up to the top face of the keyboard again where the keys are, behind the function keys is actually the solar panel itself. And according to the manual, it will charge both from internal light and external light as well. And since I've had this keyboard, I haven't had any issues with it running out of power. It's actually been very efficient to use. So if you want to imagine the size of the keyboard, the actual keyboard that contains the keys itself is probably the size of an Apple wireless keyboard. And then sticking out the back of that, if you like, is a couple of centimeters going out the back and of course the whole width of the keyboard and that's the solar panel. If I pick it up, it's actually fairly light to hold in the hand, it's made of plastic, but that type of plastic that actually feels like it's good quality plastic, um, which always sounds odd when I talk about good quality plastic. So on the bottom of the actual keyboard, you've got four feet. The back two feet are raised up and are quite long with rubber buffers on them. And these are actually raised up higher than the front two feet to give the keyboard a slight slope to it when you're typing. And of course, the front two feet, as I said, they're not as long as the back two feet and don't come out as far, but they're also covered by that rubber buffer so that when you pop it on the table, it's not gonna slip when you start typing on it. The way to actually pair the Bluetooth keyboard is basically you turn it on with that slide switch that I said was to the right of your function key line and then you basically go under if you like that right hand side of the keyboard on the bottom right beneath that slide switch to turn it on and if you press the Bluetooth pairing button what it basically does is it lights up F1, F2 and F3 and you press any one of those keys to then pair it with whatever device you like. So in my case I pressed F1 and then I went to my iPhone and paired it to the Logitech K760 keyboard and then I did the same thing again. I pressed the pairing button, pressed F2, went to my Windows laptop and then paired it with the Logitech K760 keyboard Press the pairing key again, Press F3 and paired it with the Mac, again pairing it with the Bluetooth keyboard Logitech K760. So now when I come to actually use my keyboard, I can now press, so when I come to, so when I now come to use the keyboard, I can basically now quickly switch from any one of those three devices from the keyboard itself. So I'm just going to turn it on via the switch. Okay, it's now on. And the first key I'm going to press is F1. So that's now working with my iPhone. So if I do my normal voiceover command for voiceover on the iPhone, which is Control and Option and right item item by item. Now remember as far as voiceover is concerned, the four keys to the left of my space key are function, Control, Option, Command, then space. So I'm going to do a Control, Option, which is the middle two keys, and right arrow. Maps.
1: Weather. Pass book. Nodes.
3: Okay, Not and of course, Control, Option, left arrow. Pass book. Weather. Okay, so that's actually my open. iPhone. Now for a bit of randomness, I'm just going to press F3. And that's actually the Mac that I'm currently doing this recording on with Armadeus Pro. So I'm just gonna make the Mac straight voiceover jump to the desktop. And of course, since it's voiceover on the Mac, it's the same control option keys. So I'm going to hold down Control and Option, hold down Shift and press D to jump to the desktop. Desktop Bookmarks folder. Okay, and you just heard voiceover speak on the Mac. So if I went to the menu bar, Control Option M menu bar apple okay control option right arrow finder file edit okay etc press the escape key
2: closing menu
3: bookmarks folder okay and finally let me press F2 and now I'm on my Windows machine so if I press Windows M to go to the desktop and minimize all application Windows. windows Okay, that's my desktop window on my Windows laptop. of course, if I ask for the current window title, in this case, Caps Lock T. Okay, and if I ask for the current time, now because my function keys are set to hardware on this keyboard, I'm holding on the FN key, so bottom left-hand side of the keyboard, Caps Lock and pressing F12. Okay, and finally, just a note about where the keys are when I'm actually using a Windows keyboard. On the Mac side of things, and of course, even the iPhone, I said that from left to right, to the left of the spacebar, it went function, control, option, and command. Well, the current way the keyboard is laid at the moment for the Logitech K760, it's actually function, control, alt, Windows, and spacebar and the reason I mention that is because on most machines where the command key is that normally becomes your ALT key but in this case the keys are function, control, ALT and your Windows key and besides that everything else pretty well works exactly the same as this running as a Windows keyboard on my Windows laptop with Windows 7 so if I switch back to my Mac so F2 was the Windows laptop, I'm going to press F3 and I'm going to do command tab to switch around to Armadeus Pro
2: Armadeus Pro. Pro untitled Win-
3: and I'll complete this demonstration which was to show you how you could use your Logitech Solo K760 Bluetooth keyboard to switch between three bluetooth devices linked up to one bluetooth keyboard and of course also the very cool fact that it's actually solar powered so as usual thanks for listening and bye for now vision australia blindness and low vision services
4: hi everybody this is mary emerson and we're going to talk about youtube and fortunately i had the foresight to put this little recorder in a lanyard i'm wearing it around my neck so i've got both hands free so i can move around in youtube i don't have an account so there's going to be stuff that i'm going to show you and then there's going to be some stuff that i won't be able to see such as favorites but for the most part i think we'll be able to get through a lot of things here. I'm going to show you the menus first because you can set your location in the menus, which is real handy if you're looking for local stuff or if you're perhaps in a different part of the world than the U.S. and you want to see places and demos and other stuff on YouTube that is relevant to where you live. So we're in the menu, and I'm on File Manager. I'm going to arrow down.
2: Email. Media.
4: We're on media. I'm going to push enter.
2: Media player. FM radio. Daisy player. YouTube.
4: And here we are. I'm going to push enter.
2: Top menu. Search
4: 1-8. And there's a list here of what we have on this top menu. Search will let you type a word or a phrase. It is not for a url or a website address but i'm going to show you what's in this menu first of all we have search
2: top rated two eight.
4: the top rated items top favorites three eight. top favorites most
2: viewed, four eight.
4: most viewed or most looked at
2: most recent, five eight. Most, recent most,
4: discussed six eight. most discussed that's d-i-s-c-u-s-s-e-d or most talked about
2: most responded, seven, eight.
4: most responded. People have responded to these sites more than to most. Recently
2: featured, eight, eight.
4: And recently featured. So I'm going to go to the menus first because I want to show you what's there. And I'm going to push Alt.
2: File pull down.
4: We have a file pull down. Play. Pull down. Play. Settings, pull down. Settings. Let's go to file just to see what's here. Push enter.
2: Sign
4: you can sign in. As I said, I don't have an account, but you can sign in here. Exit. And you can exit. So let's get out of this.
2: Sign in common dialog. File pull down. And the next item play
4: is play, and this is how you navigate. There are hot keys to do it, but let's push enter. Play. Play. Volume up. Volume up. Volume down volume down pause. pause stop stop and that's it let's push escape to get out
2: Play pull down. and settings pull down. down to settings region common
4: we have region and that's the only thing in here so let's push enter
2: region, United States 4950.
4: the United States is the default
2: set. Cancel.
4: and that's really all there is so there was no need to set anything but there is a list of other places other than the US. So let's get out.
2: Top Recently featured eight eight.
4: Let's check
2: Most, seven eight. Most discussed six eight. Most recent five eight. Most viewed four eight. Top favorites three eight.
4: This shows items in groups of fifty. And I haven't done anything to my media player to make these things play. So I don't know if they will or not. Okay, let's see what Top Favorites has.
2: Loading. Okay. Top Favorites. Evolution of Dance by Judson. Labely 150. Okay,
4: I'm going to arrow down.
2: Lincoln Park, number 250. Potter Puppet Pals. The Mysterious Ticking Noise, 350. Chocolate Rain Original Song by Tay Zante, 450. Charlie Bit My Finger Again, 550.
4: Charlie Bit My Finger Again. Let's see. I guess Charlie is a dog, from what I heard on another podcast this week so let's just see what it has and is there any description
2: Open. Close. Top favorites. nope open. so let's
4: push open
2: okay. title charlie bit my finger again <laughs> <laughs> charlie.
0: Charlie description
2: t-shirts
4: Well, that was a short... No, he's still going.
2: Ouch! Ouch! Ouch,
0: Charlie!
2: Ouch! Ah, Charlie! That really hurt
4: Well, that poor kid.
2: <laughs> Author, HDCYT. Published in 22 <laughs> <2007-0-5-20-20-20-20-20-20-20-4.00. laughs> New count 509 million eight hundred rating 4.4 4 comments J6CD apostrophe B1914 related roller coaster Charlie 150 open back stop
4: Okay let's go back, back. push enter open. close and I'm tabbing to close
2: top menu favorites
4: and that gives you a pretty good idea of how this works it's a really nice application it's not hard to use a lot easier than what you do on a pc certainly it's kind of nice to be able to just type in words and see what you come up with so that is the youtube application this is the end of this session
0: On behalf of the entire Main Menu staff, I'd like to thank you for being with us today here on Main Menu. We'll look forward to seeing you back again next week. Meantime, you have a good week, and we'll see you soon.